Cool. Um, I say to Will, um, I like the dwarf's idea. Get the caravan ready to ride. They can ride in that. We'll ride on our horses. Um, guys, I also found something. I pull out the parchment. Um, as I'm opening it, I look up at them and I say, my name is Cyrell, by the way. This is Will. Mm-hmm. As you break the seal, make a constitution save. Oh, Oof. man. It's on. Come on, man. Ah, I can't look. 21. 21. 21. Okay, okay. Uh, so you take half damage. So you take two points of psychic damage. Oh, your brain. As you break the seal and you feel this fiery piercing inside your mind, uh, like the worst headache you have ever experienced uh, in, in reaction as soon as you, you break that seal. Uh, you, you drop what you're holding and you kind of like fall down on your knee just clutching your head uh, for a second before the, the, the pain passes. And when it does, um, just everything around you is deafened for a moment and, and you're disoriented and you have no idea what just happened to you. Everyone else, you see um, Cyrell say, my name's Cyrell, by the way. And then he goes to open the parchment and he just this silent scream escapes from his lips as he clutches his head and falls down. As the parchment falls from his hand, it immediately flashes and burns away and turns to ash and is carried off into the wind uh, with the storm. Um, and Cyrell, you regain sort of control and your senses back and you look around and you have no idea where you are or who these people are. Uh, I like for about will, 10 seconds I... oh. and everything comes rushing back and you just kind of take a breath and you're just really thankful that you rolled a 21. No, you're just really um, overwhelmed by everything that you just experienced and, uh, and you, there you are. You're okay. Oops. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that is where we are going to end today's session. Well, we didn't need any tavern business. That's right, guys. No taverns allowed. Job, everyone. I was closed, but I didn't die. Yeah. How how low did you get? One. One. Really? Oh my goodness! One hit point. Oh, Oh, was that lightning bolt and everything? A lightning bolt, and then I fell from the cart. And uh, oh gosh! I tried to give you a warning with the tingling on the hair thing and the the static electricity. I was trying to warn you, but I knew I couldn't (laughs) say anything because my like guy would like not have known. Yeah. Yeah, What's your class? (laughs) Warrior. Warrior. So we have two warriors. Okay. I was like, man, we don't have a scholar for healing. Hello. Okay. There are potions and stuff in the game too, and you know all. Uh, yeah, I just meant like in this moment when he almost died. Yeah, I know. That's, well, that's it's like why Cyril I... has second wind, which is fantastic. Yeah.
that was clutch. So yeah. does Dala has a second, second, second win. How many how many hit points do you have now, Derek? I have after the two psychic damage. Six. Six. Okay. You would have you would have taken four, so you would have only had four hit points left if you hadn't rolled that twenty-one. And then that means if you hadn't got your second win, which was five hit points, that would have knocked you unconscious. And so, uh, so uh, John, has this battle been enough to increase our uh, experience? And by experience, <laughs> I mean our level. Now that we're more battle wise and uh, we know how to fight, <laughs> make a persuasion check. No, um, I, uh, uh, I'll make it. <laughs> I need to calculate how much experience you guys did. Uh, typically, when it comes to D and D games, I do milestone leveling. Um, but in this game, I kind of want to do something a little different and actually do experience. Um, so I'll need to tabulate what you guys got, and I'll let you know if you leveled up. I don't think you did, um, but I will. I will let you know. And it's not going to be just uh, killing people gets you experience. Obviously, good social RP moments will give you experience. Or um, so how many? Like how many experience did did asking will multiple times give me? How much experience <laughs> did asking will then? Yeah, yeah, a lot. There's a lot of experience. You're definitely. Oh man, I, I knew I should have asked Will that. <laughs> that was actually a, a pretty great uh, uh, role play moment, and and you you do get bonus points with me for good role play moments, everyone. So that's good. But that was a lot of fun, guys. I'm excited. I'm excited. You guys are about to willingly go into the dark, scary forest that they were trying to take you to. So that just makes By me. Anyway, I'm. I know, I know the scary parts of Miracle. That's yeah. the parts that I know. Ooh. The thing is that um, the further south you go in the Mirkwood, the worse it gets, and uh, you're already at the halfway point, and you have to go further south to get to where he was taking you. So, yeah, and um, it's going for for like you to know as well, John. It's like part of my background. Oh, did he just leave? Oh, okay. Part part of, part of, part of my background like my specialty is like i can sense the shadow like i almost have like a sixth yes. sense and sensing like how bad if, if it's growing if it's getting weaker how if like there's like a horde or this is like one guy mm -hmm. uh that's just, that's just something that came with like my background. yeah i saw that and uh um obviously in general the murkwood is going to give you a bit of an eerie feeling um there are places within that i've made notes of that that would okay. uh trigger that yeah. Uh, part of my background, when I enter a place, usually for the first time or meet someone of note, um, I like have dreams and stuff. So sometimes uh, I get like a kind of a feeling of something. So yeah, so, you know, dreams. So, yeah, I, uh, I really like the backgrounds that uh, that were sent to me. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how some of these characters play out in the in the world that we're in and uh, the backgrounds you guys created even helped inform uh, the timeline and where we are in the story. Um, just different things that were in there uh, because, you know, you may not realize, but in between the Hobbit and like, in, okay. So if you haven't read the books, you can think that the time in the fellowship of the ring between when Bilbo leaves and Frodo gets the ring from Gandalf and starts his adventure, it feels like it's been a few weeks or a few months, but it's actually been like 20 years. It was a massive passage of time um, that, that happens. And so uh, 
if you go from the Hobbit to the beginning of Fellowship of the Ring, it's like 55, 60 years. But if you go from the Hobbit to when like, like they actually set out and get to Rivendell, it's like 70 years. Um, and so this game takes place in that 70 year gap and a lot of stuff can happen in 70 years. And so reading through you guys' backstory and ways that you interacted with characters from one or both of those stories helped me kind of settle on where in that timeline. And we ended up being about two years before the events of Fellowship of the Ring. Um, that's why we ended up in 3017. 3019 is kind of when everything goes down with the War of the Ring and all that. So. Nice, that looked cool. Yeah. Do you mind if we uh, do maybe a, a couple minutes debrief real fast? Sure. Um, uh, so a question for you guys. So what's one amazing thing that another player or character did that you thought was really cool? Uh, I'll go first since I came with the question and was thinking about it. Uh, Christina, like Dala, just start the rounds. You were just <laughs> amazing on the, the, the cart there. That was amazing. I was like, oh my goodness, Christina's got it. <laughs> so good job. Like, oh, there's a sword. Uh, I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to intimidate him. And I was like, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a natural. Yeah, I think this is your first time with like a role-playing game like this. What do you think of it, Christina? I thought it was it was really cool, really cool. Yeah, definitely play it again. It's awesome. Yeah, great. Yeah, I love Good it. Being Wonder Woman. Definitely gotta use your imagination, you know, creativity. Yeah. Um, but I think that all comes with uh, just playing more. So. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It the wonderful thing about this is. It, it unlocks that creativity in you. And, and you know, for me, D&D &D is uh, group improv storytelling. And that's the kind of thing you just get better at as you do it. So, yeah, I mean, you, you were fantastic today and it's gonna get even better. Cool. Very cool. Uh, we're getting and then I guess for me, someone that really stood out was Han Hannah with her, with, her, with, her, with her song. So awesome, awesome job with that. I've not forgotten about the inspiration. Okay. I'm just not gotcha. You have only have 10 minutes in game to use it. Oh, that's a bad stuff. <laughs> so I am, um, I'm, when I've played Bards before, well, I mean, it's a warden, but it's Bard. Um, and so I always try to have something ready, whether it's a limerick or something else. Cool. So very well done. Thank Thanks. you for putting in the work for that. Um, there were a lot of moments that, that I loved. Um, as the DM, I feel like I'm the parent picking his favorite child. But uh, I would say the, the moment that, um, that made me laugh the most uh, would be uh, Gabe trying to have a conversation with Wilhelm <laughs> while fighting. Um, I really liked that. You know, and everyone had moments like that that were just fantastic, especially for the first session. I was really happy to see everyone kind of get into character and, and, and jump out. Um, I love when games are uh, focused and when we're not distracted by other things and everyone's in it and they're, they're not, you know, just sitting around and not paying attention when it's their turn. And, and so this, this was a great session and I loved it. Um, but I mean, that moment, trying to talk to Wilhelm. Uh, like I said, it just immediately took me back to, to Hawkeye and Age of Ultron, and it was, it was pretty great, so. Uh, um, I really liked when, uh, this isn't like a, there wasn't really much he could do, but of all the things to choose 
to do in order to wake people up. Uh, Gabe's character was like bouncing around and like throwing himself into people to wake them <laughs> up. And also props to Serial for <laughs> introducing himself first. Oh yeah. Still don't know each other's names. Except for Will, Will, Will. Will. So, no lie, the only reason that I made the serial joke is because in the moment, I couldn't remember the correct pronunciation. And I knew if I made a joke, you would correct me. And that seemed better than just asking since we've already started recording. It's Cyrell. Cyrell. I'm going to put that in like parentheses next to his name. I've got this cheat sheet there with with stats for you guys. I'm going to add that as like a phonetic... Captain Crunch. I mean, like, uh, just, you know, playing this for the first time, um, I think it was really cool uh, that even though we didn't know each other, we helped each other out. Um, uh, I think that was really cool because I wasn't expecting, you know, people to just be like, yeah, I'm just going to go free this person and I don't even know who it is. So, uh, and I mean, of course, you know, when a, when I was like, uh, hey, I need your help. And, you know, Haley was like, I don't know, you know, like, I don't know why you want me to go, but okay, I guess. So um, glad I got some trust. I don't know. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Where's Dala going? She was like, guys, I don't want to play. I'm just like, I'm, I'm gone. We were going to have to start doing two different sessions. It was like Dala's Adventure and <laughs> The Adventures of Dala. Oh, cool. oh no. Uh, you guys is. will be surprised when you figure out what Dala's backstory is. <laughs> it will be very shocking. Interesting. <laughs> uh, Gabe, something from you? Uh, I liked when um, Christina was role playing, like what to say or what to do, and everything was going in her mind, and then. Um, <laughs> Haley Proudfoot was like, I don't know, I don't know what you're doing. Like, you're all quiet, and I'm just here, like, yeah. trying to figure like, out like, she where was we're saying, going. Haley yeah. does this, and I'm like, I do. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> uh, cool. I, thought, I thought that was pretty cool. So, uh, question number two of three Um, what is one challenge or difficult situation that your character faced that you had to kind of negotiate to get out? Say it again. What is one thing your character challenge or difficult situation that your character was experiencing uh, through the session? Being almost dead. Pretty <laughs> challenging. <laughs> Being the last to get on time. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I don't know. Probably confusion. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I should stay here and fight or like just kind of do something else because I feel like it's a. Uh, I don't know, like it's gonna do something. Like I'm gonna, you know, accomplish something by going to kind of go for it. Mm. Yeah, and I think uh, it was definitely trying to convince Jeffrey to tell us what's up <laughs> uh, in a very kind-hearted way. Yeah. yeah. Well, after after several rounds of intimidating him uh, to try and persuade him is a little rough. So. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, well, my like, hope was is that he would not just give us the name of the place we're going, but the employer yeah. as well. But I was, un I was unable to get the employer, so I said, this guy, 
he isn't worth the trouble to catch and tie up again. Like it's like, you know, I don't understand not... why you wanted to keep him. <laughs> well, part of it was, um, so when we get there, he may, we may be able to put him out to the employer first and kind of get a little label and kind of convince him to kind of go in and kind of see maybe we get guys that were already bound, bound up or whatever it is. And then when he gets there, we can get the jump on the enemies, but now we're going to be in the front end. So, well, but he didn't seem to be like, seem like he had any kind of a, a bit to get power. him to that place. Yeah. It would have taken a little bit. That's why I wanted to keep him around, but he'll be fine out there in those well, woods. The Stockholm syndrome, Jeffrey, the Stockholm syndrome, Jeffrey. That's what I'm all about. For those of you who have never um, had, John is a, a dungeon master before something that I've been a part of a lot of games. There's always an NPC named Jeffrey at some point. It's the same the guy. Yeah. The same guy. He, he's like the Stan Lee of this, of, of like John's DM camp, D&D campaign. Yeah, in, in my first game, Jeffrey was a donkey and it was my character's donkey. I was a cleric and I had rolled like max on all of my starting money dice. And so I was like, well, I'm going to buy a donkey. I can buy a donkey and he can carry all my stuff. This donkey's name is Jeffrey. And he was awesome. And uh, Angel was the DM for that game. Uh, we played for a while. And uh, so ever since then, every game that I run, there's always at some point someone named Jeffrey. So. My name's Jeff. Um, Derek, what's the other question? Uh, I'll get to that one quick second. I think for Cyrell, I think his challenge was the whole thing with Jeffrey. Like, I was like, all right, first, does Cyrell know what's going on? If he does, I think Cyrell would actually want to keep him, but is Nebuchadnezzar going too far? Um, and then I, I felt we had a little bit of an impasse. And then that's why I was glad when uh, Haley jumped in and just started unbinding him. And then I think in Cyrell's mind, it's like, okay, he's going to make sure that he the guy can get away so i think that was a, a little bit of challenge for my character like what is the right thing to do because it seems like jeffrey does not want to give any more information this is starting to go to a, a bad place so um yeah i think just negotiating that was a bit tough for my character so hmm. um my last question for you guys was what's one thing you can uh apply um to real life from the session what's a positive thing that you can take away Being courageous, bold, uh, mm. just going for it, even though, you know, it could kind of backfire on you. You just kind of go for it. It's, it's when your hands are tied, keep on trying. Eventually, you'll get the breakthrough. <laughs> Sometimes you may get a little mud in your beard. Sometimes you may get some spit in your eye. But, you know, eventually you're going to get out of those binds. I think a common theme for Haley is a lot of people are going to point out how short and small she is. And so like not getting easily offended by that and just like still like educating people, but not just getting offended every time someone points out mm. the size, but not the size, but you know, like something about you yeah. that you can't control count the cost like just throw yourself just because you can like think before you act mm. that way you don't die <laughs> <laughs> I, learned, I learned from uh, Edrahel that 
you can still make friends in the middle of battle. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that you can get zapped by some lightning and still be fine. You know, I mean, that's, what I, that's what I learned. I was like, wow, this is pretty great news for me. Yeah. Great news for me. Yeah. It's hard when everyone's level one because you have such a small pool of hit points that I have to be very careful not to just kill all of your characters in the first session in the first combat, you know? Yeah. But, uh, it's a game. <laughs> and, uh, it's a balancing act. A lot of spinning plates. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, um, kind of relying on your team, because like my character is just one character. He can't do everything. So it was like really cool when like, Oh, Adriel just shot him with an arrow. <laughs> uh, Will's doing this. Okay, the dwarf's doing this. The girls are out in the forest. I don't know what they're doing, but hey, it's cool. Uh, <laughs> no, it's cool when you guys came back and like, oh, it was just like, yes, okay. Whew, this is getting tight. Um, so yeah, I think just trusting your team. Uh, what did you learn, John? For one day you can touch. Um, you know, uh, it's constantly a joy for me to see players who interact with each other and not just me. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm reminded that, you know, even though my, my role is to, you know, to facilitate the game that everyone is playing, um, I get a lot of, uh, my joy of, of D and D Lord of the Rings, you know, Adventures of Middle Earth, whatever we're playing, uh, by seeing the other people interact, um, and, and role playing or whatever it is that you're doing. Cause that's when I feel like you're really in the story and I feel like I've done a good job setting it up and then I can take a step back for a few minutes and watch everything unfold with you guys. And I think in real life that is applicable to when we create something and we let it go, to let it go and and not uh, feel like we have to keep poking and prodding and adjusting, um, but, to, but to let it out there and let it go and let it be a thing that exists and, and let people interact with it and be okay with that. Um, that it's, it's not our baby, it's not even, not even ours anymore. Um, and I think that there's, a, there's security in that. Um, there's there's hope in that kind of processing it still um but uh you know it's like when i think about the ministries i'm involved in uh it's reminding myself that they're not my ministry they're the lord's and so uh i want to be able to sit back and watch and be proud of what's happening and not feel like i was like being drunk like like gideon like what like Gideon, and it was like, oh, well, I have all, this, all these soldiers, and the Lord was like, nope, if you do it with those men, you're going to think they was you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, like, I like when God does that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah. You think he's going left, but then he goes right. Uh, oh. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit just dabs on you. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Spirit dabs. Holy Spirit dabs. Good job. Thanks, guys. Those were all the questions. <laughs> Great adventure. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for making that fun.